you remember uh, two weeks ago at the end of our series on Philippians, uh, we had some flip charts at the back there and you all put up loads of post-its full of the things that God had been speaking to you about, the Holy Spirit had been prompting you about as we've been going through Philippians. And uh, we set Nigel with the task, the tough task, but we know he was up to it, of pulling that together and uh, writing the letter to Marlowe. Nigel. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Yeah, this was in my post box. So I thought, oh, that's another Christmas card from someone. But it wasn't, because I, I found there's a little, little Chinese postmark on the top. I thought, where could this be from? So let's have a look. It's addressed uh, to the church in Marley, so I guess that's, that's us, isn't it? Okay. From Paul... Currently unable to join you to the Church of Jesus Christ in Marley. Well, that's us. May you know God's peace, his joy, and an unshakable confidence in him. A confidence that comes from God who chooses to dwell in you all as you choose to focus on who you will follow rather than how you will follow. Be bold in this confidence, knowing that our God has plans for Marlow, and you are a vital part of those plans. Not necessarily agreeing on every tiny detail, but committed to discerning the Father's heart and pursuing unity with one another for the sake of the town. Even when things seem hard and the good news meets stony resistance or indifference, Find your joy in Jesus, closing your eyes to what is visible, stilling your spirit and concentrating on the invisible spirit who leads you deeper and deeper into himself. While all around you see people striving to find their peace and confidence in material things, know that your confidence in Jesus is an unshakable thing and it will not fail you. Even in the hard times, you need to be caught up in worship, resting in the everlasting arms, singing endless hallelujahs with heart and soul, joining with creation in worship of the Creator. We are all called to be like Jesus and to serve one another in humility. Let's not be tempted into complaining and criticizing each other, rather showing love and acceptance to everyone we meet. If we really want to bring the kingdom to Marlow, we can only do it in humility and service. The town is looking for a community of people who honor one another, not envious grumbling or argumentative, always striving to get to the top of the ladder, but rather coming down the ladder to help others up it. In our serving, we will change the town and find that we ourselves have been changed as well. We need to encourage one another daily, even hourly, as we explore new ways 
to serve our community, to become more caring, kind, accepting of everyone and hospitable. No more striving for position and status. Let's outdo each other in our sacrificial love. You see, it's the joy of the Lord that is going to make a difference in your life and change the lives of those you meet. So bring him your daily money worries, your concerns about your family or friends who are sick. Bring them all to God and leave them there. Just taking from him a deep, deep peace. God is mysterious, so don't try to work him out. Rest in his peace and fill yourselves with his joy. So many things clamour for our attention. Let's cut through the noise and concentrate on what really matters. Just changing a few bits of our life is not what God is asking for. Being transformed by the Spirit changes everything in us and we become more like Jesus. We can't dwell in the past, that's gone. Nor can we obsess about the future, that may never come. Let's just press on into Jesus, building on the good we've already experienced, but not resting on our laurels. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit daily. Don't look for rules to run your life by. There is so much more to come. God does not promise an easy ride. Look at me in my Chinese prison. But he does promise to take us by the hand and lead us there. In fact, even here in prison, I find a hunger for the truth and so many opportunities for the good news. I would never have chosen this route but God has brought me here and he is faithful. Let him lead you beyond your comfort zones. You may well live in Marlow, but be careful not to be shaped by the town. Watch out for a deceptive reliance on wealth and be over generous to others to avoid falling into this trap. Watch out for pride and ambition. They live on every corner. Humility will keep you safe from these enemies and your lives will be characterized by peace in all its forms. When all around it seems like bad news and difficulty are everywhere, fill your heart with the inner peace of God that transforms everything into his perfect perspective. Jesus is the Prince of Peace and we need to come under his covering. Choose wisely how you fill your minds and especially what you watch and listen to. And know this for certain, a community of people full of peace speaks volumes to a world full of turmoil. Work hard at being at peace with one another. Humility will break down barriers and love will make our differences trivial. If you take your eyes off yourselves and trust your church community to care for you as you care for them, you will enter a place of peace beyond your understanding. Don't wait until you're perfect before you start giving away the peace, love and joy that you have. Here is a mystery. The more of these things you give away, 
the more you will find them growing in your own life. Most of what I've just read came out of the post-it notes that were left here two weeks ago. The, the breadth and the variety of our contributions, I, I was just amazed by it, just amazed by it. But it, it speaks of the, of the variety of who we are as, as a church. It speaks of all the different experiences that we have of Jesus and of life. And pretty much all the contributions that were made on those notes were there in that letter. Um, all I've done really was just tidied it up a little bit and added a little bit of myself. There was worship on those post-it notes. Somebody, nearly everything that they'd written, and there were three or four in the same handwriting, they're all little, little, son, little not sonnets, little, little couplets, little bits of poetry and worship, just expressing their response to what we've been listening to over the last ten weeks. There was poetry. There was poetry there. A lot of it was very personal. People clearly touched and responding to how the Holy Spirit has spoken to them over this period. There were references to other scriptures. There were people picking out stuff that we read in Philippians and relating it to other parts of the scripture. And there was application, which was really what we wanted to see. I mean, we can all read Philippians, and that was great for the Philippians, but what does it mean here in Marlowe? And that's our challenge, isn't it? That's our challenge. How do we take something like that and make it real and make it pertinent, make it relevant for who we are here and where we're going? And many of the contributions were just that. They were taking what we'd read and what we'd studied together and applying it here in Marlowe in 2022. And I think the letter is, is a reflection of our response to what we've heard over these, last, over these last weeks. So I just want to encourage you all, whatever your contribution was, pursue that further. Pursue that further. Continue to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and to, to uh, embed that stuff in your hearts. And really the moment ago is when we were standing praying for the groups up here, I thought this is just such a great expression, such a great expression of it, that what we have received here, we are giving away and giving away and giving away. And that last, last phrase that I read about this, this revelation, that the more we give away, the more we'll find we have to give away. Um, I just think for me that's, that's what I was left with at the end of it. So I want to give away the goodness I've received, knowing that in that I'll receive even more of it. Thank you, Nigel. Oh, yeah. And thanks, everybody. I mean, this was all of us together, having studied Philippians together for ten weeks, saying... This is what's on our heart. And so thank you, Nigel, for pulling that together. And thank you, all of you. And uh, we're not just going to move on from it. We'll, we'll post that out on WhatsApp and we'll attach it to e-news. But we really want you to, to sit with it. I think it's incredibly significant what we've been through and done together. And uh, it's not a letter just... For this moment now. It's a letter for us to keep with us next year. And to live out. 
to carry with us. Amen.